Hello, you are welcome to the Creative Podcast, your number one podcast for African creatives. I remain your host, Joshua Adejo. Now, on today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you how you can monetize your skill. I come again, how you can monetize your skill. In a notion, it means how you can make money with your skill. Just as I always say, any skill that is not giving you money is just a hobby. I hope you know what a hobby is. A hobby is something you do for leisure, something you do for just while you wait time, just past time, something you just do to catch fun or stuff like that. But when it comes to but when it comes to skill, skill is something you have developed over time. You have invested your time, resources, and your energy in order to master it. So any skill that is not giving you money is just a hobby. So on today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you how you can monetize that skill, how you can convert that skill into money. I've seen a whole lot of creatives who are good at what they do, yet they are broke. Yes, that you are good with a particular skill does not mean you make money with that skill. Yes, that you are good with, with, with a particular skill does not mean you what you make money with the skill. So in today's episode, episode, I'm going to be sharing with you how you can make money, how you can convert that skill you have into money, how you can convert that skill you have into cash. Money is very, very important. Okay, money is very, very important. And I'm also the reason why we are trying to acquire this skill because we really want to make money. That is the basic and the most fundamental reason why we try to acquire skill. So it will be an error. It will be it will, it will, it will be bad for you to acquire that skill. And at the end of the day, find it difficult to make money with a skill. Okay? It's an error to have a skill and be broke. You must also learn how to monetize that skill. If not, you will still keep struggling. I learned this the hard way. Having a skill is not enough. Knowing how to monetize that skill is what is most important. So I'll be sharing with you four things you need to put in place in order to monetize your skill. I'm going to be sharing with you what? Four things you need to put in place. Yes, these are the basic things you will need to set to before you, before you start thinking about monetizing the skill itself. Now, each of these things is, 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 is more than enough for, for an episode. But I'm going to be trying my best to summarize them and to make them simple as possible. Number one, the type of skill. Ah, I can stay here for the next one hour. <laughs> the type of skill is very, very important. Not all skills are profitable. I come again, not all skills are profitable. Profitable, sorry. When it comes to making money with a skill, you have to be very selective and deliberate. Yes, you have to be what? Very selective and deliberate. Because what you're talking about here is money. So when it comes to making money with a particular skill, you have to be very selective and deliberate. Why? Because not all skills are profitable. Not all high-demand skills can make you six to seven figures. You know, we have that mindset that once a skill is in high demand, therefore means that you can make good money with that skill. Yes, having a skill that's high in demand is very good, but you still have to understand that, that a skill, for, that, that for the fact that a skill is high in demand, doesn't necessarily mean that the value attached to it is premium. A skill can be high in demand and not profitable. Or, that, or the value attached to it is not premium. You have to take note of this. Okay, so the skill you have is also 
important. That's why I used to encourage people. I used, I used to tell people, if you want to acquire a skill, acquire a skill that is of value. There are skills that are high tickets. It's not all skills that can make you good money. And I'm not here to start mentioning skills now because this is not the episode or this is not, the, this is not, this is not a series for that. And I don't want to dive into something that would take us a whole lot of time to figure out. But I'm just trying to make you understand that all skills are not profitable. No matter how good you are with some certain skill, you will never make good money from it because it is not solving premium problem. Some skills are profitable while some skills are not profitable. No matter how good you are in some certain skill, you can never make good money out of it. Even if it's high in demand, you can never make good money out of it. Why? Because it is not solving a premium problem. For you to make good money to skill, you have to think about the problem it is solving. Just like if I have a for let me use myself as, as, as an example. Let me use, let me use an abstract person. Someone that has an issue with maybe he has he has malaria. If he goes to the hospital and you say okay now you have malaria and I will charge you uh, one million naira. Wow, it will it will it will it will it will be shocking. <laughs> I don't know if that, 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 that is the right English. In, in fact, it is it it will look somehow one million naira for malaria. But if you tell the person guy you have cancer, you have you have you have you have, you have uh, how what that deadly disease like what it is. Um, you have um, kidney failure. No, in fact, if you tell the person bring ten million, the, the person will go and start looking for the money. Why? Because the value attached to that sickness is different. Okay, so the, the doctor that is treating malaria will not will, will not will, will not cash out well. Like the doctor that is, that is treating uh, all those kidney failures and stuff like that. Sorry for using a uh, medical. Uh, um, stores for example but I just want to make you understand where I'm driving to okay so for you to make money with a particular skill the value attached to it must be premium your client because now where you're making the money from is from the client so the value attached to the problem you're solving should be something that the client is seeing if the client didn't, is not perceiving the, your, your solution as something premium or is not perceiving what you are bringing to the table as something that is that, that, that worth paying for no matter how you try to convince our clients, nothing will happen. Okay, there are some skills that is that that, that 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 is solving premium problem. There are some skills that, in fact, once you have that skill, you will earn well. Why? Because it is solving a premium problem. And the people that will patronize you are people that have the capacity and the means to pay you good money. Okay, so I'm not here to um, castigate, castigate um, other skills and some skills like that. That's why I didn't mention any specific skill. But I'm not trying to tell you that all skills are not the same. All skills are not the same. Okay, so for you to end where, for you to end good, and for you to make good money with a particular skill, you need to look for a skill that is solving a premium problem. Okay, now let's move to the second one. Number two, find your niche. Yes, find your niche. Before now, I struggle to get clients to patronize me, despite the fact that I'm always there talking about what I do. If you know me very well, I talk about what I do a lot. Yes, along the line, I got to find out that if I must make any good progress, then I must figure out what exactly I am doing and who I am doing it for. Now, Many creatives fall into this trap of doing everything for everyone. And one of the things I used to recommend to creatives, 
especially those that are coming up is to find a niche you can't solve every problem you are a graphic designer you can't solve every problem in graphic design graphic design is very very wide if you ask me what do you do and the person says i'm a graphic designer lots of other person is confused you can't just be a graphic designer. You can't just be a digital marketer. You can't, you can't just be a, be, be a website developer. You, can, you can't just be you, you can't just be a writer. You must have a niche. You must have a particular audience you are servicing. If you don't figure out this early, in fact, you will struggle. It will take you time to realize that you have been um, 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 going to the wrong path. You can't solve problems for everyone. You have to be very, very deliberate. And you have to be very, very intentional. Okay? You have to know exactly what you are doing and who you are doing it for. One of the drastic steps I took was to nick down myself. According to the uh, Mara website dictionary, a niche is a distinct segment of a market. A distinct segment of what? Of a market. Meaning, it's a, it's a, in a broader market, a particular aspect of that market is a niche. Okay, for instance, if you're a graphic designer, I use graphic designer to, for my illustrations a lot, right? Because um, I, that, 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 that is what I what, what I do, and that's where I started from. Okay, now, imagine you're a graphic designer now. As a graphic designer, there are different niches in graphic design. We have the package, we have the branding, we have the we have the book design, we have the apparel, we have the the, the, the infographics, and so on and so forth. So if I if I brand identity, that would mean that brand identity is a distinct aspect of what of graphic design. So you, you you should have a niche. It's very very important. Okay. When I decided to to, to to niche down myself, I made greater progress after a while. My revenue grew up exponentially. My client base increased by more than two hundred percent. Now the reason is because if you niche down yourself, people will see you as a professional. People will see you as someone that is very very competent. Are you getting me? Now, imagine you are a client now and you need someone to do a book design for you. You're an author and you want to launch a book and you are so keen with that book. In fact, you have put your all in that book and you need a graphic designer to come up with a good concept for your layout design, your formatting and your book cover design. And before you, is two different graphic designers. The first person is a graphic designer that is just... Guy has a very good portfolio in his portfolio. You saw good logo design, you saw good um, um, brand identities, you saw good um, um, packaging designs, you saw good apparel designs, you saw um, good marketing designs, and you saw good book designs, very beautiful, very awesome designs. And here there's another graphic designer with that, that sent his own portfolio, and everything you saw on that portfolio is just about book design, book cover, book formatting, book layout. And he, he positioned himself in such a way that he said, what all the things I do is book design. I'm a professional book designer. That's what I do. Another person says I'm a graphic designer. I do logo design. I do this. I do that. And I also do book design. Who will you go for? Definitely you will go for that guy with that that, 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 that that is into book design. Why? Because he has shown himself as a professional, as someone that is that that, that, has, that has excluded himself from the larger market. So, 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 so naturally you will go for that guy. That's happened many times. So the best way to, to, to make you perceive as a professional is to niche down yourself. Many people think niche down yourself will make you lose a lot from the market. No, it won't. The market is too big. Okay? So niche down yourself will make you more focused and to make you know exactly what you are doing and who you are doing for. Everyone is not your client. 
the earlier you figure out this, the better for you. Everyone is not your client. Everyone cannot be your client. It is impossible for you to service everyone. It's not possible. Niching is what differentiates professionals and the others. More often, high-paying clients tend to hire a specialist rather than a generalist. Yes. Okay, that maybe for instance now you, you 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 have a car and your car is faulty and and you have two mechanics. Yes, two mechanics in your DM or you have two mechanics in your, in your in your neighborhood. The first guy, maybe the car you are driving is a Toyota, is a Toyota brand. And you have another you have a mechanic that, that repairs Toyota, that repairs Honda, that repairs uh, Mercedes Benz, he repairs every car. And you have another mechanic that the only thing he repairs is just Toyota. That is what he that that that, that is that is his specialization. Tell me who will you who will you feel more uh, comfortable with? You, definitely the guy that repairs Toyota because there is that perceived mindset you have that this guy really know what he's doing. That when it comes to Toyota, he's very good at it. That is how it is. Or you or, let, or let's go to the medical field. For you to be seen as a professional in the medical field, you must you you you, you must secure yourself into a particular area in medicine. So we have the dentist, the orthopologist, the gynecologist. Are you getting me? So for you to be seen as a professional in a particular skill, you have to niche down yourself. Yes, you have to what? You have to niche down yourself. And to niche down yourself means you have to take more time to study a particular market. That's the difference between the doctor, the doctor degree holder, and a master degree holder, holder and an undergraduate. You have to take more time to study a distinct aspect of your market. Okay, so niching is very, very important. The earlier you realize this, the better for you. Go and study the top 10 big names in your feed. And you find out that one of the common things among them is that they have a niche. You, find, you, you will find out that they are more proficient in a particular aspect than the rest. You can't be doing everything and, and expect to be authentic in that feed. Yes, you're a digital marketer. You should have a specific aspect of digital marketing. You are good with. You should have a particular client base that fits into it. You can't solve every problem in your field. Choose a particular one and be an authority in it. Yes, choose a what? A particular one and what? And be an authority in it. So I'll just stop here. Let me go to the next one, which is the third one. Because if I, I can stay in that second part for, 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 for the next 30 minutes, I, I don't want this to be, to, be, to be too long. So let me go to the third one. Get your portfolio. Don't forget, I'm talking about the things that you should put in place in order to monetize your skill. The first one, I spoke about um, the type of skill. Like not all skills are profitable. Some skills are profitable and some skills are not profitable. Okay? Why the second one, I, 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 I spoke about how, how, uh, the importance of you niching down yourself. And now the third one is get your portfolio ready. Your portfolio is one of your greatest assets as a creative. Your portfolio should consist of the previous project you have completed. If you are new in a particular niche and you don't have any work to display in your portfolio, you can create abstract projects. Okay, your portfolio is one of the greatest assets you have as a creative. That is what people will see. Yes, you are you are this, you are that. Nobody no, nobody's in your brain to, 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 to know how competent and how capable you are. But what people can see, your track record is what will make people trust you. 
your portfolio should consist of your of your previous projects that you have completed. That's what portfolio means. What you have done. Okay, you're a website designer. What, what, what? Let me see which website. Which web, website have you designed? I'm a writer. Okay, let me see what have you written about. I'm this. I'm that. Let me see. You have to have evidence to show for what or for who you claim you are. Okay. Now, maybe you ask. I'm, I'm, I'm just new in this in this industry. I'm new in this particular skill. I, I, I just started learning website design. I just learning. I, I just started learning SEO. I just started learning writing. I don't know. I don't have a portfolio yet. Now, this is what the question people will ask. You do, now, there, there, there is always a way out. You can create abstract project. For example, if you have, if you're a graphic designer, don't don't forget that I I, I spoke about niching. Okay. If you're a graphic designer and you have decided to go into packaging design, that is what you have decided to need than yourself to into packaging design. Okay? You can think of products and designs. You can think of products and design them. Just think, you can create abstract projects. You don't need a client to give you a job before you, you have portfolio. Think of product. You are a product designer. Think of product and design them. Or you are a website, website designer. Website design. Think of website and design them. If I write that, think of um, different topics and begin to write about them. You can go online, Google them, check it and, and begin to write one or two things about them. Okay? Because you definitely you need a portfolio, no matter how you what. You need a portfolio. Secondly, which I greatly recommend, is to look for clients that need the design in your need. For instance, if you're a packaging designer and you have... And you, and you have you, you have mastered that craft now okay now you don't want to create abstract project now okay one of the things you can still do is to look for a client that needs that uh, that particular skill and do free job for them now, most most people don't don't, don't don't like doing free work free work is very important it has its own place I, I, I don't want to talk about it here free works has its own place especially if you're a creative who is just getting started you can't do without offering free services to people for different reasons not for exposure not for exposure for different reasons number one of them is portfolio okay you can you can look for people since it's free many people will opt in for it you can just pick three to five people and make and 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 and, and, and do the job for them and don't forget to ask for reviews okay your website designer you can people that i can design a website you need a free website i can design a free website or I'm a graphic designer, you need a logo, I can design a free logo for you. All these things you are doing, you're just trying to get that portfolio. You can just do like two to three or four or five, depending on how um, you, you how far you are able to go and the, 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 the uniqueness of your of, 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 of your industry. Because some skills takes more time and takes more energy and more effort to come up with uh, solutions in that particular area. So it's relative. So you can decide to do free jobs or you can do abstract projects. But the thing is this, you must have a portfolio. There is no excuse for that. There is no there is no excuse for that. You must have a portfolio. Okay? Now, number four, which is the last one, you have to go to where your clients are and relate to them. You have to go and find that client. Yes. You have to know where they are staying. You have to what? You have to know where they are staying. Are they staying in Instagram? Are they in, on Facebook? Are they on LinkedIn? Are they on Twitter? Are they on WhatsApp? So you have to look for where that where, where, where your clients are staying. It's your responsibility. It's your job to look for clients. 
they won't come to you automatically. And one of the things that has happened to us in this generation is the social media, is the online space. It has made everything more easier. From the comfort of your room, you can know where your clients are staying. You can know where your, you can you can know what your clients love, what they are doing, where they hang out, and what they love to do. Some of you, your clients are on Instagram. Some of you, your clients are on LinkedIn. Some of you, your clients are on TikTok. Some of you, your clients are on, are on Facebook. Some of your clients are on WhatsApp. Some of you, your clients are on different blog, different online magazines. Okay? So it's your job to know where these people are staying so that you can look for them, know what they are feeling, know what their problem is, know how to relate with them. And you can't do that without having a personal or having a relationship with them. Okay, so I've spoken about the four things you need to put in place. Number one, your ski. I said not all skis are profitable. Some skis are high in demand and yet they are not profitable. Are you getting me? For a ski to be profitable, it has to be solving a premium problem. Number two, I spoke about how to, I, I, spoke, I spoke about the importance of you niching yourself. As if, 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 if you're a creative, you have to have a particular niche. You shouldn't be doing everything. Everyone is not your client. Every, you, you can't be a jack of all trade. No. So you have to niche down your services. Very, very important. Number three, I spoke about portfolio. Your portfolio is just like your CV as a creative. Okay? Your portfolio is just like your CV. It's very, very important. It's one of the greatest assets you should have as a creative. Why the last one is to look for where your clients are and look for them. And I, 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 and I concluded that the online space has made everything more easier for us. You can know where they are staying, what they love, what they are doing. Within a twinkle of an eye, right? Because the social media is there, blogs are there, different online platforms are there to make all these things easy for you. Now, let me go to how you can now monetize this skill you have. You have this skill now. You have a particular niche now. You have a portfolio now. And you know your clients now. You know, what they, you know where they are staying, number one. And now you know where they are staying means that you know their problem. Yes, you know that you know that problem. For instance, if you're a digital marketer and all, you, you you are into e-commerce, are you getting me? And one of the things you sell is baby wears. Therefore, means that you should be in different groups where moms and all these you no know, moms and children, all this kind of stuff should be on those kind of groups. And by the virtue of you being there, hearing what they are saying, you should know their problem. So whenever you are trying to 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 to, to, to project your services, whenever you are trying to sell your product, you should know you you will know the vocabulary to use. You know the right thing to say. Okay. So when it comes to monetizing your skill, I'm going to be sharing with you three ways you can do that. Three ways you can do that. There are many ways you can monetize your skill. Well, I just want to streamline uh, uh, streamline everything to these three ways because I really. Um, want something you can do with little or no um, with little or no financial implication. There are many ways you can monetize your skill. I can give you 20 ways you can monetize your skill. But let me just focus on the three most important ways I can I will recommend at this time, which is very, very important. Number one, having a physical website. Let's say physical website. Sorry, having a website. Having a what? Having a website. For instance, like my own website is www.joshua.com.ng. Once you go to that website, you see everything I'm doing. 
Okay, having a physical website is very, very important. Just like you having a physical uh, shop, a physical store, or a physical warehouse, or a physical place of doing your stores. Are you getting me? Now, a website is just like the online version of what you are doing physically. And I believe, and I strongly recommend that every creative should have a website. In fact, now, getting a website is not even expensive. With 5K, you get a website. With 6K, less than 10,000, you get a a, a, a domain and a hosting and I believe if you're a creative using what should is something that is very hard for you to do there are different content management, management systems you can use what press is there which is there different ones that you can use to create a good and a, a, a wonderful website for, for your service okay so having a website is very important it makes you it, it makes people, people perceive you as someone that is that, 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 that is serious Someone called you, okay, I need, I need this social service. You should look now, okay, okay now this, this is what you want. Okay, I have, I have different packages for this. This is a link to, to, to my website. Just go through it and you'll see everything you need there. Okay? Having a website will even make this more easier for you. May I've gotten a whole lot of joy from that. And it makes me speak less. Because if you go to my Instagram, the link is there. On my WhatsApp, the link is there. On my Facebook, it's there so people don't, don't don't need to contact me every time just go to the website you see everything i'm doing there and if you need anything just a click and straight up so having a physical website is very very important if you want to run an ad you can see on an ad to your website create a landing page on your website and so on and so forth so for you to monetize your skill you need to to have a website it's very very important Number two, your social media. Don't don't joke with this one at all. See your Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You have to be very, very intentional about this. If someone should come to social media, the person should know exactly what you are doing. I'm not saying you shouldn't post memes, you shouldn't be, be you, should, you shouldn't catch cruise. Cruise is very, very important. But you sh- people should know what you are doing. If you go, if you enter any of my social media, you definitely don't know what I'm doing. And LinkedIn is one of the greatest platforms you can leverage on as a creative. I tell you the truth. LinkedIn is one of the greatest platforms you can leverage on when it comes to social media. Yes. Your Instagram, share your experience, share what you are doing, share your works. Why will you share what you are doing? You are not stealing. Why will you share of it? So your social media is very very important try as much as possible to communicate to people to people what you are doing you might be complaining there's no nobody's nobody's liking nobody's commenting no one cares people are watching you people are watching you keep doing it if you can be consistent with it every day or every uh, three times a week four times a week you can be consistent with it for one month two months definitely people will notice you Definitely, people will notice you. Okay, so don't be moved with likes and comments. Just keep showing up, keep showing up, keep showing up. Once you do a job, post it online. Let people see what you are doing. Show them, tell them, explain yourself. Try and and make people understand. This is me, and this is what I am doing. Very, very important. The last one which I'm going to, which I'm going to be sharing with you is freelancing. Freelancing. Okay. You, you now, and um, um, the online space has given us a whole lot of things to educate on. 
you can leave it, you can leave it on different financing platforms such as Upwork, Fiverr, and the rest. This platform gives you the opportunity to work with different people around the world. The good thing about this is that you'll be paid in dollars. I'll correct it, I'm speaking to you now. A dollar is 580 naira. In Nigeria, 580 naira. In Nigeria. I know what that means. So freelancing is very, very important. And but this is one of the most uh, surest way you can monetize your skill. Yes, this is one of the most surest way. Like now, currently, this is one of the surest way you can monetize your skill. With this, if you know how to do this very well, I tell you, you will be sure at the amount you'll be making every week or every month. Right? Because once you are being paid, the conversion rate is mad. 580. Money you are making a thousand dollars per week. That is five hundred and eighty thousand naira, which is very, very possible if you know what you are doing. I don't speak theory, I speak what I am doing. I am a freelancer. I do freelancing on Fiverr. Okay? So freelancing is very, very important. Why? Because it gives you the platform to earn in foreign currency and at the same time to work with different people around the world. You don't, you don't even need, uh, you don't need uh, anything much to, to get started with. The same skill you have, the same equipment you are using, and just data and, 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 and access to the platform. That is all. You get your account, and, and that is all. Upwork have changed the life of many people. Fiverr have changed the life of many people. And it's still changing. Okay? So if you're the type of person that really wants to work from home, doing what you love, earning good money, freelancing, one of the greatest options you can leverage on. Okay, so if you really want to start freelancing, then I think I have I have a short book that I wrote, that, that I wrote some time ago that explained to you what this is all about, what freelance, what freelancing on Fiverr is. In fact, it's very detailed. Everything you want to know about freelancing on Fiverr is on that book. I explain everything you need to know there and what you need to succeed. As a freelancer, everything is documented on that book. All you just need to do is to send me the word, which word you send to me now. Just send me the word and Fiverr book. It's free. Don't worry, it's free. You don't need to pay anything for it. Just send me the word Fiverr book and I will send you that book. Okay? You can send me the word via, uh, just send me, just send me Fiverr book on WhatsApp. Yes, if you have my WhatsApp number, it's 070-3970-2829. I come again, 070 3970-2829. Just send me the word Fiverr book and I will send you that book. It explains everything you need to know about freelancing on Fiverr. Okay? So with freelancing, you can't get it wrong. Except you don't know what you are doing. Like I said, you don't have someone to guide you. But with freelancing, I tell you the truth, you will make good money working from the comfort of your room, doing what you love, and stuff like that. So I come to the end of this um, podcast on how you can monetize your session. One of the things I want you to do is to start taking action. Start taking action. Time wait for no man. Okay? Don't just be there thinking things just work out well for you. No. You have to be intentional. You have to be deliberate. So I thank you very much for staying tuned to this time. 
God bless you. Please don't forget to share this um, podcast to as many friends or as many creatives you know out there who this will be very, who, 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 will, who, who will be in need of this podcast. Okay, try and share. And don't forget to leave your comment. Okay, and once you're leaving your comment, please don't forget to leave your country. I, I, I love this very well. Don't forget to leave your country. Once you're your comment, let's put the country you're commenting from, and I will respond to it as soon as possible. So thank you very much. I remain Joshua Adejo. I'll see you next week. God bless you.